Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Anime Nerd. And wait, let me just first off thank everybody who's been listening to my Suzume movie review. You know what? I'm starting to think you guys really, really enjoy watching Suzume, you know? Uh, or not watching Suzume, but listen to me do mu- uh, movie reviews uh, and other type of things. So, you know, I'm starting to think maybe I should just go back down and just start just reviewing old anime movies and uh, all that type of stuff, or just do reviews in general, because I feel like that's what the people like, you know, I'm just saying, but not for real though. Shout out to everybody who listened to it. And those who are supporting my podcast, I greatly thankful from the bottom of my heart. I am thankful for you guys. I have to admit, I am moved, touch, and everything. So, anyway, I'm pretty sure you guys want to know what's on for today's podcast. So, right off the bat, you know, I'm going to be doing a review on the anime series that I watched all in one day. Well, because it had only 12 episodes. But I will let you guys know the title of that when we begin everything. And obviously, and then I want to talk about um shipping in anime uh for this podcast so it's two it's another two for one i I figure i like this type of trend of anime review from a show and talking about a topic because i feel like it goes hand in hand or it just gives you guys different reasons which one you want to listen to if you want to listen to me talking about an anime topic or me talking about a review of an anime so Anyway, this is just the intro to it. Once again, thank you guys for listening to Suzume. Hopefully you guys watched it. And then I think later on I'm going to be talking about those movies because I had a discussion with a co-worker about which one is the top movie. And she said Silent Voice is her top movie. Granted, she hasn't watched any other of the other movies out there. So that just led me to think, you know what, I'm going to rewatch all those movies. And I'm going to give you guys my honest opinion on which one how would rank from Suzume. It's going to be your name, silent voice, I want to eat your pancreas. And if you guys know which one I'm choosing, I, I promise to you guys, I promise to you guys, you should know. If you've been listening to me, you already know which one's my number one. But anyway, I'm, I'm going to grade it from movie scale, uh, soundtrack, because Certain movie has soundtrack. I'm gonna break it down to different categories and character development. I think I'm gonna really go in depth with it, but we'll discuss it a little bit later on. But anyway, until next time, not even until next time. <laughs> Stick around, and we are, we'll begin this podcast soon. Peace. <laughs>
All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the first topic of today's podcast. So the very first topic before I go into anime worth watching, the first topic is shipping in anime. Now, the only reason why I want to talk about this is because I feel like us as anime fans are not even as like anime. I would say more of the newer generation of anime fans. I feel like they go crazy for these shippings. They want to ship everybody. Like they that one time, like any anime and there's a potential love interest, I feel like people wants to automatically go crazy and ship these anime couple together. Don't get me wrong, I do like a good anime shipping from time to time if it fits with the story. Now, if it doesn't fit with the story, I'm not tripping about it at all. I, I honestly could give one fucks about it. But it's like today's generation, they go kind of crazy with it, and they get upset to the point where they threat the authors and the creators about not shipping their couples together, or they always think, I don't and, and, and like and like I said, there's nothing against like anybody who's in the LGBTQ community, but I don't understand why some people will try to ship a couple, certain couples together when there's no way in the world that those two was going to be together. Because one, that's not that type of show. Two, they didn't even hint it. Like, the whole, like, when Naruto and Sasuke kissed, I remember growing up, and that was a thing. And, like, people was just, certain people were just, like, boy, I'm like, in my mind, I was like, all right, I understand, because they actually had a kissing scene. But it wasn't even like they meant to do it. It was like somebody bumped into them, and it took it. And then, you know, somebody out there took with it and ran with it. And then other stuff. And then, so, of course, like, in my mind, and I'm going to say this, if I feel like if an anime was truly to be, you'll know it. You'll know it. There's, there's anime that's out there for that particular genre for those. It's like, it's like it's the same as, like, an action anime. Yeah, if they want to, they can add that type of love scenes. Like, as far as, like, relationship shipping in anime is as we speak about it. But, like, I, to me, well, me, personally, I sound like I'm all over the place, huh? Me, personally, I just don't think shipping in anime is really all that important. Like I said, I do like a good, like, after story when they have kids. And so, like, done right, you know. But other than that, I'm not pressed. I'm not coming after the author saying off with their heads and stuff like that. I mean, if it's an anime and it's built on a love story while action, okay, it goes. Or if it's an anime slice of life, okay, that goes. I can see that. But if it's just um, an anime story where it's just straight fighting itself and, like, you feel like the shipping is forced or it doesn't make sense at all, then all right. I get it. Like, I'm going to use my real example because obviously there's a lot of Boruto technically is the spinoff series of Naruto of their kids and so, and there's a lot of shipping together. Like Shikamaru and Tamari, I forgot her name. Tamari, I feel like it's her name. If I'm saying it wrong, you guys can correct me. But that makes sense because you kind of saw little inklings of it when you watch Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. But Choji marrying that one girl from the Cloud Village, like one off, you know, shout out Choji. I mean, I see you with the sister, you know. I would say Choji had a little part black in him. But that one, honestly, I'm going to be honest, that didn't make sense. That came way left. Like, Sai and Eno kind of made sense in a way because Sai, to them, somehow, you know, thought she kinda, he kind of reminded her of Sasuke in a way, which I don't really see. But 
I digress from that. Sakura and Sasuke. Granted, Sasuke has shown no interest in Sakura like that throughout the series. I hate to say it, but it kind of made sense in a way. I mean, come my boy Naruto, he kind of like just was uh, at first was head over here for Sakura, but then switched up and then wasn't really feeling anybody. But then when you watch Naruto, the last, then you understand that he ended up getting with Hinata. So, which, you know, I, I have to admit, shout out to the author because I do kind of like the idea of like somebody. Like, not going for their first crush because the crush wasn't feeling for them kind of thing. It's like going for somebody who actually was there for you. It, it's like, at least Naruto understands that, you know, Hinata always been by his side by for day one. Even though she was in the distance, she was crazy for this man. And, you know, that's what it should be. You should go out to somebody who wants you, not you chasing for somebody. And they don't feel you that way. So at least I can say in Naruto aspect, it makes perfect sense, and like the shipping and everything, for the most part of Hinata and Naruto goes together. Uh, another iconic ones like Inuyasha and Kagome, even though Inuyasha technically had uh, what's her name, Kikyo. Is it Kikyo? Shoot, I ain't watching Inuyasha forever. But yeah, those type of shipping and stuff. Like I say, if it if it's based on that and it's and it's based on a love story kind of thing, I'm all for it because I'm not gonna complain. And be a hater about it because it, it goes, you know. But my thing is, this is just like fans going crazy, making shippings that don't go and then send death threat to authors because they don't get the shipping that they want. And like, one, it's not your story. Two, stop trying to ship everybody. Not everybody's meant to be shipped. You know, not every story meant to be shipped. Would it be nice for certain stories? Sure. Because I'm do, I am tired of the will they, won't they type of thing of anime and stuff like that but you know i guess that's the lore of it all is just you know that will they won't they and just shipping certain characters with certain people because it makes sense or because your imagination now like i said there's nothing wrong with shipping you can do the anime shipping thing and putting them together and stuff but when you go take it too far you're threatening authors or want to boycott or saying that this and that and calling them all types of names doesn't really help your case, and it makes you look like a bully more than whatever you want to call the author is, you know? So, yeah, it's just pretty much, it is, like, I feel like shipping is part of the anime community as far as, like, what it is, but when it gets taken too far, that's when you, like, you got to draw the line at some point. some point, you, you just, enough is enough, you know? So, but overall, yeah, that's it. So that's it for this segment. Next segment will be anime worth watching, where I give you guys my idea of the anime or my opinion of the anime that I just watched and if it's worth watching or not. So stay tuned. Till next time. See you guys in like the next five minutes. No, nah, it won't be that long. All you have to do is just swipe or just press next or scroll forward, whatever, whatever helps your boat to move on to the next topic. That's what you'll do. Welcome to Anime Nerd. Please subscribe to this podcast for weekly reviews on all of your favorite anime, manga, and games. See you soon. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? All right, now we are back to finish up today's podcast. And now this one is your boy Anime Nerd segment, Anime Worth Watching. So, this one is going to be 
on today's podcast called Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World. Now, just to give you guys a heads up, it's a little mini-series, or not even a mini-series, it's one of those 12-episode series that you can binge watch in a day I did, and personally, I like it, so, well, so much for waiting for the grand anime worth watching, if uh, what I rated, but I'll give you guys my rating afterwards, but I do like it, I thought it was a great anime to watch, it was interesting, I, do, I am a sucker for those type of animes that deals with certain things. And this anime has it, and I felt like I enjoyed it. So, but let me go ahead and read into it and give you guys a backstory on it and what I think on it. So, I'm not even gonna try to say it in Japanese. <clears throat> For those of you guys who know me, I am bad when it comes to these type of words, so I'm not gonna do it. If you guys are one of those fanatics who's like this, read the Japanese title, go on right ahead. Look, I'm gonna let you guys know. You can locate the Japanese title on Anime News Network. And so right now, the name of the title of the show is Ice Blade Social Shall Rule the World. That's the English version. We'll keep it short and sweet, you know? Now, right off the bat, there's two languages that they have the show on. It is in Japanese and it is in English. So for those of you guys who love it in dub, it's in dub. For those who like Japanese dub, it's there too. You know, you get the best of both worlds. So you don't have to wait necessarily for the show to come on out you can just go ahead and enjoy it and like enjoy whatever language you like so for me before i get into it this is how i feel if it's a show that i really like to want want to watch i'll watch it in japanese because i don't feel like waiting if it's a show that i think potentially i could watch but it's not really high on my radar i watch it in dub i don't mind supporting the dub cast like some people, and then there's some people who just, just is just turned off completely with the dub cast. Uh, to me, I think dub came a very long way from the very beginning, from the early 2000s, which I probably make make that into another podcast all by itself about how far dub anime came from. Because if I heard, if you guys heard some of this dub that my dad listened to back in the days, them voices were ferocious, but. You know, I digress. Anyway, so let's go right into the plot summary of this show. So, like I said, the Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. Plot summary. The Ice Blade Sorcerer is hailed as the most powerful sorcerer in the world. The one who inherited this title is Ray White, struggles to deal with his own immense power. After fighting in the Far, far East War, his accomplishment the, his last accomplishment, ooh, y'all, I'm struggling today. His last accomplishment, he vanished from the battlefield along with a deeply um, scarred psyche. Three years have passed since then, and Ray has enrolled at the Arnold Academy of Magic, a school attended by elite sorcerers from around the world. Ray is the first ordinary to attend the, this academy since it was founded, so he was greeted by a look of scorn and contempt from the noble-born student, and now he is the priceless friend he has found there about, wow, they really messed this up, let me, I'm gonna try to fix this, and now he and the priceless friend he has found there are about to become entangled in multiple schemes, so begin the story of the most powerful associated school life filled with both friendship and hardship, all right, first off, let me just tell y'all this, your boy can read. I know it was just now that you just heard. 
I promise to you, it's not me. It's this wording that they got going on here. This did not smooth flow. Not even, not even easy. Go ahead and put it through Grammarly. Grammarly will clean it up for you. Or use ChatGBT. That boy will fix it all right on up. But anyway, so right off the bat, the reason why I like this show is not your typical school, this dude's overpower type show type of thing. Because we all know the cliche with that. It's always, and I ain't going to lie, I love a good OP character who's like nobody's going to really touch. But this one is a little bit different because I feel like Bray White, He's the OP character because he is the Sorcerer Stone, but there's some drawback because he can't control his power. And I should have said spoiler alert, so spoiler alert. Anyway, Ray White can't really control his power, so you kind of see him trying to learn to cope with that, and he's a product of war. So all he knows is war. So at that same time, and of course, if you guys know, being like people in the military, people who've seen something, their psyche is not really 100% there because there's always something that's going to trigger them in mental. So he deals with that. So I have to admit, like, it's pretty pretty interesting on how the show approach hit and, like, how they handle the character. I felt like from right from the beginning of the show to right to the end is, you know, a big difference. Now, one thing I want to point out is, like, and I know everybody's, like, probably tired of this trope. It's, like, somebody's an ordinary and then, like, the the people who are nobility is hating on them for no reason. And I'm, I hate to say it, it's in this show, but the way they handle it and the twist that they add to it, I really like that one. Because it's like, okay, he, I, I'm trying not to say too much just in case you guys want to watch it, but it's like bits and pieces on how they can do it and how they handle that situation. So I say, by all means, you know, they did a great job on that. I really wanted to talk about it, but I really can't at the same time because I know it's like if I'm trying to get people to watch it, I should minimize the amount of information I give on it so that way you guys can watch it to yourself. And then you can come back to me and tell me what you think about it. But, uh, yeah, now I'm not going to lie. The opening theme, ending theme songs, they're, they're, they're all right. They're nothing crazy. I, I don't think they get the budget as a high-quality studio gets with those nice songs that they seem high-quality. You know, it, it to me, I felt like it was, like, mid. I'm not, And I'm not saying the band is bad or anything. I thought it was decent. It's just not, like, catchy, like how Attack on Titan, some of the Naruto's One Piece songs, those openings that we hear – those catchy openings that makes you want to be like, all right, cool, I'm going to watch this show. Um, but the opening theme is Dystopia. Dystopia, I'm probably saying, like I said, your boy is bad when it comes to name. Um, by Suzuk and Lyle Haler is the ending, and that's by Maya Uchida. Uh, name almost sound like Uchida. Okay, girl, I say it. But anyway, yeah, so. Overall, now, plot, I'm going to give it a good solid 7 because I, I'm, I, it is on Anime Nerd Recommend. So, a good solid 7 for it. Then after that, I'm going to give the animation, it was a pretty good 16, but I like another 7. I mean, the show doesn't really ooze high quality like how sort of 
Lord, I, I mean, Demon Slayer is doing those type of quality whenever you see it and everything like that. The characters, they're all likable. Even the one character that I talked about, about being a Nobu and not really liking my boy Ray, he will actually become likable to a sense. So I like, I like that. I like it, like I said, if you watch it, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, then you'll see what I'm talking about. So I give the characters eight. Um, there's definitely some unanswered questions from season one, which lead me to believe that they want to make a second season. And I'm not gonna lie, this type of anime, I can see it falling to the back. And the only reason why I can see it falling to the back is because mm, because one of those type of anime that I just feel like if they don't make a second season within like a, like or announce a second season within like a year, it's just gonna fall to the wayside and people's just gonna forget about it. So, therefore, I just feel like I don't know if we truly gonna ever really see the finish or even address some of the plot hole. So it's probably one of those type of things that you will have to read the light novel to see what happens to Ray White and the gang afterwards. But overall. Solid 7 out of 10, I would give this show. I think I saw it on Crunchyroll was rated 4.4 out of 5, which is not bad. So, hey, by all means, watch it. I'm not saying this show is not watchable. This show is quite actually enjoyable to watch throughout the weekend when you have nothing planned. So I would definitely recommend watching it. But as far as it being up there, for me, not really. I definitely could tell you this, that it probably will fall into the wayside of anime nerd's sea of forgetfulness. I'm like, I remember it, but I won't remember it. I ain't gonna remember his name. Like, literally, I watched it, and while making this podcast, I had to search it up to make sure I say the name correctly. So, if that don't say anything, <laughs> I don't know what is. But anyway, also, before I leave, I wanna give a shout out to my homie, Sim. If you're listening, Thank you for the last anime nerd anime recommendation. Since you want to come at me sideways, I'm going to call you out on my podcast because I'm not scared. And you know that. You already know. But nah, nothing but love over here, though. Uh, but yeah, she definitely hooked your boy up with that one anime that I recommend on the first ever anime nerd recommendation for anime. So, yeah. But until next time, also to my fans, anybody listening, you can always write me, email me, answer the question on Spotify. If you're listening, I'm going to put today's, this week's question is, what anime would you recommend me watching? And we will go from there, okay? Till next time, take it easy. Enjoy your weekend or weekday, whatever you're listening to. Be safe out there. Until next time, peace.